Hello again, friends, and welcome to another fine edition of 151 The Show. My name is Adam, and I'm joined by a man who was a part of the Bordis porn addiction episode of The Orville, but his scenes were cut for dubious reasons. Friends, his name is Justin. Hi, how are you doing? We're 151. You can find out everything you need to know about us at 151theshow.com or this station's website.com, which I swear one day I will just... We'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll talk about what the meaning of that is. Um, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Tumblr, all at 151theshow. And uh, we hope that you subscribe to our Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, and all the other channels You out name there. it. Uh, also, want to say thank you to Skeleton Vineyards. They uh, they bring you this show. Right. Um, you can find out more about them at SkeletonWine.com or on their Facebook page at Skeleton Vineyards. Today, very uh, special show as we're back at it for the first time in a while after a very crazy 2018. Just... <laughs> Just yeah, life. God was against this show happening last yes, year. Between so. life and the studio flooding, uh, we're going to start out the new year with a very special interview. Joining us uh, from Los Angeles, friends from the Orville, Tom Constantino, editor and associate producer with the show. What's going on, Tom? Hello, hi everybody. Hi. Justin, I've seen those clips. You know, you're you're a you're a brave man. <laughs> They'll never make the light of day, Justin. Okay, <laughs> I appreciate that. I gotta tell you, like. Yeah, uh, uh, Tom, uh, you're with the Orville, uh, editor and associate producer. Uh, we thank you for coming on the show today. And yeah, the whoever came up with the uh, Bordis porn addiction episode of the show, I don't know if I want to hug them or shoot them. Right? <laughs> Funny. I think we feel the same way. Uh, well, the irony of the show is that I think everybody thought they were people were keeping it because we didn't like it, but it was more just you know it's a very very intimate long process, and we all love the show. And it was already partially done. We just waited for this season to polish it up and uh, do the visual effects. I know that, uh, yes, my cut scenes were certainly very intimate and very long. I was surprised at the realism we went. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll be, uh, you'll be on the Blu-ray that never comes out. Okay. There we go. Awesome. Tom, uh, hey, thanks for joining us on the uh, show today. We want to talk about the Orville. Um, it's kind of funny sure. how we got hooked up with you. Uh, you were some random guy that uh, wrote us on Twitter what last year it was like hey you guys live in los angeles and it's one of those are we getting invited to somebody's basement <laughs> type feeling but no we come to find out you're actually with the orville um we've uh, talked to a, a couple uh, big fans in the orville and they're like yeah tom's a really cool guy you should really get to know him so do we do we still <laughs> oh, have you. an invitation to your basement <laughs> is what i'm asking you do you you we have an invitation to the set if we uh, do get this miraculous season three. I was, uh, you know, you guys adopted us early and, you know, it doesn't go unnoticed. So I want to do something nice. What? People want to know what the secret is to get it in the hats. The hat is, is uh, loyalty and early adoption. <laughs> Shamelessly plugging our ass off is the big one right. right there. Well, that was, it was so refreshing uh, when you guys, you know, you when, it, when it started coming out and, you know, uh, sort of the the general. You know, not only before, but but to start to see the show come together and and what was coming out was was just so it was refreshing. It was optimistic. It was it was it was nice to see. You want to take his pants off too, there, Justin? Right. Well, you know, <laughs> Tom, you there? Tom. Wait, wait, say it again. I, it was optimistic. I heard it was optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> You're yeah, still there, was, pal. It was. It was. Can you hear me? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You kind of cut out there for yeah, a second. Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can't. I can now. Yeah, no. What I was saying, it was as. Oh yeah, as, no. I heard. I heard optimistic, and it was seeing Greta was coming together. Right, and and it was just it was refreshing. It was kind of a breath of fresh air. And then Adam asked if I wanted to take your pants off. 
And that's where he left us again. Hello? We'll edit that part out. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. Better? Can you still hear me? Oh, this is way better. Oh, yeah. This this sounds okay, fantastic. Good. Yeah. Let's do it this way. Awesome. Uh, so anyways, Tom, as uh, <laughs> Justin continues to stroke your ego. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. I could use it after this week. <laughs> well, right. that, the, the, that part yeah, the, the the part that that you've lost us on both times is uh, when Adam says, "Wow, gee, why don't you just take his pants off?" <laughs> and then your phone cuts out every time. <laughs> Listen, man, we're all friends here. I tell you, whatever gets us through. <laughs> oh, Tom, uh, sorry about the technical issues here. I don't no, know. No, no, no. I think they're on my end. Yes, that's all I needed to hear. Tom, yes. let's start here. Uh, when you go to work on the Orville as an editor and associate producer, what's your day yeah. start out like? Like, what's the typical day? Like, you go in, high five Seth MacFarlane, and just call it a day from there. Or what, what's it like? Yeah, no, it depends on uh, you know. It's different when we're shooting versus now. When we're shooting, you know, I mean, one thing the sets are at three hundred feet away. Mm-hmm. We have two stages. It's eleven and fifteen. The shuttle bay is on eleven, along with some other uh, sets the engine room used to be there and then on stage 15 is the two-story set so and you know 80 percent of our show takes place in the ship so it's i'll get the dailies from the day before you know i'll start putting them together uh you know if there's a question or something i'll just i'll run over to a set talk to the gang mainly seth and then john kassar who's our ep because they're the they're the guys who will end up dealing with most of it and uh you know get the shows together and just you know make sure everybody's shooting what we need to shoot and then you know seth will do drop eyes at lunch or i'll come hang out i mean i got my little chair on set i'll come hang out with them but then once we're done then it's me and seth that's when it's that's when you know because he we have a well and you tell me when you wanted to cut me off but we have a different thing here we don't really have an ep pass the studio and the network don't really give notes they give a couple general guiding thoughts but it's okay. really seth okay nice. so it goes from in when especially when he directs it goes from him to me i mean me to him and then he does this thing we call a set pass and we just meet him just banging out and and uh knock the show up a few notches that's what we're doing right now okay so you guys are are you guys still filming season two as we speak or <laughs> no but you know there's the occasional pickup okay shot okay well, that... no we, we we technically wrapped in october but there's been a, a handful of days we needed to grab some stuff <coughs> sorry i'm getting over sickness I apologize that's everybody in iowa right now man yeah so so you're <laughs> you're you're the guy basically that as you go through you go oh we're like we need 30 seconds to actually transition this and and make this work because we missed it yeah to some degree yes but there's all i mean the great thing is is that no one does it better than seth so he'll notice at the same time i will i mean but he's got you know there's so much being done i mean even though fox has been pretty gracious and we you know kind of been made this made it possible to do the show we're still flying so fast and furious that yes yeah sometimes uh you know Hey, we missed that shot. Hey, it would be nice if there's a pickup thing here. Okay. Um, you know, it's really easy to miss coverage, especially also even with guest directors who, do, who are great but don't always know the show as well as we do. What is it like bringing in a guest director? Because you brought up a great point there. Some really know the show. Some know the, know the source material. Others are like, hey, this is a paying gig. Uh, it varies. Okay. I mean, you know, it happens to be that the Trek veterans know it best. Also, they're the most fun to be around, like Robbie and, uh, you know, I mean, I never thought I'd get to actually know Jonathan Frakes, let alone work with Jonathan Frakes. Right. You know, <laughs> if you told my college, you know, uh, Frakes, number one, wearing costume junior year of college that I'd be doing that, my head would explode. <laughs> so, so those guys are good in the sense that they, 
understand the genre. They kind of know how to shoot bridge stuff. You know, the, the other thing is that Seth knows what he wants, so it's a little more of a collaborative process than, let's say, on your average NCIS where a guest director comes in and just kind of does their thing and then they fix it after. It's a little more organic on set. Okay. Right. Okay. And if it, if it makes you feel any better, yeah, you, you're, you're talking to a guy who's pretty jazzed right now that he's talking to a guy who knows Jonathan Frakes. So. Nah. <laughs> it's, I get Listen, I get it. He's... He's uh he's a he's a he's a hell of a guy. He's he's just, he's he's exactly in person as he is on the screen, just even nicer. Does he really sit in chairs like that? Because that'd be that'd be awesome. Or does he put uh, his leg up on everything? <laughs> no, no, he sits down normally in chairs. But uh, and I don't think he'd be embarrassed to tell you this. He he would. I I never requested this crap of him, but he was in a you know in a in a prep meeting and uh, someone said, oh, can you please just say it? And he just he just quietly goes. Dead sounds. It goes red alert. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, he's no, he's totally, he's totally chill. He came to our golf tournament. I mean, he's uh, no, I, I can't say enough nice things about the guy. He's a good director too, obviously. Yes. Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention that part. <laughs> Tom Constantino from uh, the Orville, editor and associate producer of the show. Justin and I were talking about this. We didn't want it to become, hey, let's talk about how the Orville is different than Star Trek, but. What's it like to be on a show that a lot of people... Because, I mean, the similarities are there, obviously. Um, yeah. The, the two shows, uh, when Star Trek decided to make another TV show, they came out at about the same time. What's it like to hear people say, wow, uh, the non-Star Trek show is the more Star Trek show right. of the two that you're, came you're out? You're doing Trek better than Trek is. Well, I you know, I, it's flattering, I mean, I know some people over at, at Disco. I won't call them SDD because they're friends of mine. Um, <laughs> you know, I haven't seen past the, the Harry Mudd episode just because I've been working so hard. So yeah. it's a very complicated thing. I mean, I love Trek. I grew up on Trek. Yeah. All kinds. You know, it feels good in the sense of like, oh, my God, and we're, you know, at least someone likes our work. But it, it, it just also it's like, well, we're all kind of we all would like to be friends. Yeah. You know, I mean, we have a lot of Trek veterans. You know, we're all Trek fans, so we're, it's kind of a labor of love. The best way to say it, it's a, it's it's a complicated feeling, right? You know, and, and other Tom, people put us in competition. We don't. In no way, shape, nor form, at least uh, for what it's worth, from 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 hearing it from this guy, are are you guys? When I say you're doing Trek better than Trek, you're not Trek. You are your own thing, and it's pretty amazing. Look, I'm not. I appreciate it, and it's but it's and, and Seth would too. But it's you know. It's it's okay. We are lovingly right uh, poking exactly. at the genre that we love so much. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like we'll go, you know, we'll say, "Oh, it's like that shot from Sins of the Father." You know, right. that's where we're going to do that thing. Yeah. yeah. No, there's a shorthand. I mean, even when we do the, you know, sometimes we'll tempt the score. Like Seth will do his. He does his own music pass because obviously Seth is a music maestro. You know, and that's saying it you know, one way, <laughs> right? What? Yeah, no, but but he'll um, you know he knows music. He likes major chord music. So James Horner will get into the temp score, or you know, a little bit of. Tr- I mean, a track. It's, it just right. happens. And then while we're sitting there and we're 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 mixing it, you know, we'll start just quoting it to each other. Yeah, the and, actual thing. And Fuck. and the, the you know like that kind of stuff. <laughs> so, the, no, I mean, uh... so I, I, it's it's a complicated question. You know, it's like we're we're not. It's our own thing, but it's not like we don't love the source material. Right, and and speaking of the music, uh, the uh, the inclusion of Billy Joel the other night was uh, nah. was fantastic. Well, I'll let you in a little a little secret that no one knows here. The original was uh, New York State of Mind, and then Seth he he loved it because it was famous, and then he thought better of it, and then we we rolled a bunch of different songs and 
settled on always a woman, and then I adjusted the cut to hit where it's supposed to hit. So I'm gonna say your guys' use of uh, Star Trek always seemed like they had like this awkward, uh, you know, like hey, what's copyrighted, what's not, right. what can we, you know, bring into the show? But you guys have yeah. brought in some of the pop culture stuff really well. Like, the, oh, thank you. I think the the one of my favorites, and it's so stupid, but it, it's just funny to me. Was the potato head? Oh no, it's it's, it's I, my favorite. I, I cut that <laughs> scene. It's my favorite. You know, the whole. I, uh, but I that, that's my that that uh, episode, the pre episode, right? That's the pre episode, right? Um, yeah. I want to. Say it was the uh, they yeah, were trying it's to because the leg the leg yeah, falls yeah, yeah, from yeah. the ceiling when they were when yeah. they're yeah, arguing yeah, yeah, with yeah, her. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, no, no. I love, also directed by Jonathan Frakes. Um, <laughs> I love no. It's it's fine, it's, and and we both feel the same way. I know Seth says this all the time. It's not like he does 20th century pop culture, but when you do the, like the fake futuristic music, that stuff ages terribly. Yeah, terribly. I'll, I'll give you another quick story. The original temping for uh, uh, when Gordon picks up uh, tries to pick up his Elaine in the in the bar for the first the season opener. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. We used the Stu Phillips uh, Buck Rogers music. <laughs> As a as a lay, but nice. it, but it made the scene so goofy, uh, and that was supposed to be like cool futuristic music, right? Uh, you know, in 1980, and you know, just, yeah. it doesn't age well. So, yeah. Tom, here's a question for you: When you trying to describe, when you try to describe what the Orville is to people, because when the trailers first came out, it looked like sitcom in space, right? Yeah. And then uh, you guys have got into some pretty heavy subjects as the show has right. gone along, and and I want to talk about that in a second because I've got a second question along that. But sure, sure. How do you describe the show? Like, where do you think it is and kind of fits into the TV world? It's kind of, the thing, it's a streaming show that happens to be on Fox. Okay. So it has that kind of sensibility. You know, people don't judge streaming shows the same way they they judge right. uh, a network show. So, you know, I think, are we more like Glow in terms of tone? You know, are we... Our tone is or is unique. It's a dramedy. The, the humor is more refined, as you've seen. It's going to keep getting more refined. We're not really a parody, and we're not really an homage. We're just kind of our own thing. Yeah. Um, and if we were, you know, sandwiched between three other shows on Netflix, no one would think twice about it. Mm-hmm. I, I just, at this point, I call it a, a, a sci-fi dramedy. I mean, because that's really all it is. Right, but some that, of, some of the uh, some of the funniest moments in my life have come out of the darkest moments in my life, and I like that you exactly. guys will will have a funny beat in the middle of oh, this is really dark. This is really yeah, but you know, funny joke. Well, Ga- you know, that's normal. Gallows humor is the best humor. Exactly. Yeah. So um, I mean, there's there's some pretty heavy stuff coming up, uh, and they, we still managed to make a couple jokes in the middle of it. I mean, they're fraught with stress because it's yeah pretty disastrous which you'll see yeah but uh well you can still make a joke <laughs> well the question about it is is and this kind of leads into the second part of this because i wasn't I'm, I'm not old enough to remember the first time that the original star trek came out and one of the things everybody always goes back to with that was oh they dealt with a lot of really major social issues of the time and i kind of remember you know i was i was old enough to remember tng and how they kind of did it but, you know, you guys come out of the gate in season one. There's stuff about social media. There's gender issues. There's uh, yeah. stuff about religion. Like, was that purpose purposefully done like that? Or was it, hey, this is just a story we want to do? Or is there that thought, hey, we want to deal with this stuff? I mean, I know all the writers well. I'm not in the room when they're doing it. But, you know, from what we've talked about, yeah, there are some of it's just accident. Some of it is definitely on purpose. Well, I was going to say. Wink, 
<laughs> well, is it like, uh, you know, Seth goes, hey, I want to do an episode about social media. Make it happen. Or, uh, you, you know. know I, no, I think it's more like these, 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 there's some themes and then they sort of back into a show around it. Okay. I don't okay. think it's like, hey, let's do a thing on social media. I mean, season one, you would think, okay, this show, you know, they're going to do stuff to get people in. It's, you know, going to have a lot of the funny. And then all of a sudden, hey, uh, this society doesn't allow females. Let's do a show on that. Right. I mean, that's that's, for lack of a better term, it's pretty ballsy, man. I appreciate it. We we're paying attention to the world, so yeah, <laughs> it's gonna end up in the show. No, I'm you know. I'm cool with it. I just it's just it goes back to the trailers. I you know you look at the trailer, it's sitcom in space, but then it you know comes around gender issues, church, yeah. religion, and so on and so forth. That it's well, go ahead. We had most of the scripts written, so we knew these episodes were coming up, and we knew we were like turning our ship into the wind. <laughs> so we also had a lot more faith in the show. <laughs> Believe me, everyone was like, "Well, that's wow!" They told every joke in the trailer. That's interesting. Right. Yeah, I mean, we're we're also with promo. Like, we're all a little more. Uh, it's a little more organic now. Like, they talk to us before they do a promo. We talk to them. You know, everybody's all friends. You know, we did the Comic Con reel together. Mm -hmm. So for season two, so that crap doesn't happen now. And and I I do have to say while we're on the topic of those heavy subjects that you guys have managed to to do them and to tackle them with without being you know just super heavy handed or you like, know this is the way it should be right done. you know preaching <laughs> gets luck. used a lot but yeah I mean I really have to I really have to say yeah. oh glad you think so All right. there's two of there's two of you now <laughs> oh, fantastic. I was gonna say, is there an episode that, like, when you do go after the, you know, some of the very controversial stuff, you know, is there a little trepidation about it? Like, ah, this is Aaron this week. I may not want to yeah, show. Yeah, oh, totally. Yeah, no, no. There, there's, there's trepidation every thirty seconds about something. And Seth just threw me to the wolves on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, you go handle the spoilers, Tom. It should be fine. Yeah, no, it's fine. No, it's it is what it is. I mean, look, we both love the show. It's like you know, I mean, he's got other people with him who love him too and love the show. It's uh, I, look, this is not a newsflash. Like I read Twitter, I read the yeah. Reddit. You know, I'm on the subreddit. You know, it's like, oh, thanks guys, that one hurt. <laughs> now, now, are you on the Reddit as Tom? You know, from the I'm, I'm Edit Boy One Thousand. Edit Boy One Thousand, and it comes up as Tom Constantino because they they when I once I did the AMA they. Uh, Right. They anointed me. Nice. But oh, I have gotten arguments with people where they're telling me something isn't true. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and I'm like, well, well guys. Uh, I don't know how to you tell you this, this, but I kind of work there. Right. I, I know these people. Um, Tom yeah. Constantino. Now I, now I just kind of want to go on the Reddit and start fights and point them his way. Oh, yeah. Just because I'm that guy. Yeah, I know, right? Um, start fights with me? No, no. Start fights with wind people up and send them your way. Oh God, no! It's it, I don't look. I I, I I'll, I'll never. None of us. Like you know, there's some pretty harsh opinions. I'll never stop somebody from an opinion. I got one line, and I did. You know, me and Lex Kassar, who designs most of the 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 lovely props and things you see. You know, most of the yeah. cool stuff. He was trying to. They were going after him about the show the 201 being boring, and he said, "Well, more exciting stuff's coming up," which is true. Is now you finally saw. That we, we had marauders and, uh, uh, you know, people mm -hmm. stuck on planets and big expensive crap. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we, were, we, weren't we weren't lying. You know, we, we created Zalea. We weren't lying. But yeah. it was like, will you give it a second? Give it a second. And then those guys went after him and said, like, well, you don't work on the show. And I was like, oh, that's, yeah. the that's my only pet peeve. Like, I would right. never waste your time. 
<laughs> couple more questions for you, and then we'll let you get back yeah. to your day. Um, no worries. Uh, as we are talking about season one and season two here, and you know things that you guys are doing, when you got done with season one, and you were looking to do season two, you know a lot of TV shows they'll you know they'll make tweaks. Nothing, you know, yeah. not wholesale changes or anything like that, but little things just to, hey, I think we can do this better. What what was some of the what are some of those changes you guys made for Orville from season one to season two? Well, I think um, you know uh, there were some tweaks to the how the comedy was organically done. That was uh, in the writers' room. I think from a production standpoint, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we uh, you know there were some tweaks to the costumes. Uh, you know, Isaac actually lost a couple of belts, so he looks a little more organic. We also changed our production flow a little. You know, we tr- we we tried to get some more time to 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 nuance the things we wanted to nuance. So if we uh, needed to shoot a battle, we tried to pick up an extra day. Mm-hmm. But mainly, it was more about you know <laughs> just allowing things to breathe, not trying to cut it like a single cam comedy at every you know second. Yeah, um, those extra five minutes really helped. So okay. it's really just sort of like letting it be what it wants to be and not, not worrying about what people think about it so much. Okay. And I, if you like it, great. And if you don't, uh, yeah, we, we, we apologize. Ironically, Isaac lost a couple of belts but gained four zippers. Yes. Yes, he did. He gained some zippers. There's all sorts of, uh, you know, got to keep Mark happy. At least he can breathe in the helmet now. We almost killed him during the first oh, season. It no. doesn't every anytime there's like a robot costume, someone always almost dies. Oh yeah, pretty much. Yeah, no, no, yeah, no. Choctaw, we almost killed the Choctaw. I mean, no, I mean, look, everybody <laughs> tries, but let me put it way. There's more people stuck in 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 unbreathable stuff coming up. Oh, awesome, perfect. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what we want to hear. Uh, that's a spoiler hint, but I won't. I won't. I'll let you. I'll let you extrapolate from there. All, I want to see more gags like uh, the knife to the hand, the board game. Oh, that was great. Oh, like that kind of thing? Yeah. I don't, I don't care what you do, like, really drama-wise. I just want to see more people get stabbed in the hand with a knife. <laughs> I, 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 uh, I'm trying to – well, we had – you know, we got leg stabs last year. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's any more. I mean, we, we stabbed Bordas. I don't know if there's any more specific stabbery, but there's I think there's some other really when, – when, uh, when Scott Grimes came, hopped onto the bridge missing a leg, I just about peed my pants. <laughs> That was funny. <coughs> yeah, just... every take of that was kind of a you know he hopped for like an hour <laughs> on one leg. I mean uh, he was exhausted by the end of it. Between that, I you know what the boredest stuff is actually I'm starting to learn is probably my favorite part of the show. Between that and the the peeing scene where everybody uh, yelled at the same oh, time geez. the ritual. <laughs> by the way, just to, to help with the spoiler, I appreciate that. It was intentional not to hear the pee. Flies out like people think it was like a network censoring. No, that was Seth's. No, like, let's not let's not make a thing. Let's make a thing about the ceremony, not about the actual urine. Right. I, you know what? So that was deli- that was deliberate. I, I know people think it's like, why don't I hear pee? You know what? I I want to say that I I think when my wife and I were watching that that I said, oh, I was I was waiting to hear like a waterfall or something. <laughs> well, by the way, for the record, if you're peeing off of a mountain, where's that sound going to come from? Right. <laughs> but that was more than that. It was meant. It was it was deliberately not to make it a joke about the that and more about uh, the the seriousness of of the Mockland culture was you know which uh, of all the cultures we've seen so far who are we going to uh, where's season two going who are we going to learn more about uh, all right well I'm I'm okay just, that's kind of I'm going to come sorry. out and say it no no this is not a I, I, let's just say you might you'll get some more Mockland stuff okay there um 
you'll learn a little more about Claire. You're going to definitely learn more about Isaac. Okay. Um, there's a, it's mo, it's a lot of there's Kelly's got it. I know, I know Adrian already spilled the beans. There's a big Kelly two parter coming up. Everybody gets their due. Um, Gordon's got a couple of, uh, you know, narrative driven ones. I mean, we're working on one right now that's, um, you know, got its roots in a good, in a TNG and, uh, yeah, no, everybody, you're going to learn more about everybody. So a lot of world building and then explosions. Yeah. Explosions. explosions. I love it. Thank God. I have, I have a question that kind of occurred to me, uh, the other night, Tom, uh, and especially where we touched it, you know, not to go back to Discovery or Disco, but you guys, you know, came STD. out the same day. STD, yeah. The one thing that I, I occurred to me last night uh, in thinking about this, you guys both in the first season had <laughs> a huge, uh, well, first season for them, ongoing for for you guys, but you guys both have an adversary that's has a light sensitivity that just struck me. Is that was that just a incredibly weird coincidence who's see this is the thing i haven't had a chance what did the klingons have it on theirs or who no, nobody you you oh, haven't seen past the harry mud episode. episode so you haven't Shoot. seen when the zombie king comes back yeah. no 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 and and little little i mean little secret i'll let you in a little little secret i my uh my in-laws are friends with Lorca. Are we're, we're, I like we get Uncle Jay. We call him Uncle Jason. He's like he's like so. I I got to know spoilers too. So I had the season ruined for me. Nice. <laughs> okay. So okay. Well, if you had uh, the no, season, no, but I didn't know about that. No, I, I that was in the same way that everyone went after Seth about Lieutenant Tyler. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Having a similar name. Right. Uh, this is and this is not and he this is nothing to do with anything. Is that Seth watched the pilot of, of Disco and we've been so nuts. That we keep talking about how we're going to stream the rest of season one and season two, but we're going to do it after we stop this madness on ourselves. So right. he hasn't seen it. So okay. it's just a co- it's literally a coincidence. Okay. okay. Then, then you must spoil it for him. Then you must do things to torment this man. Oh, for which part? Uh, spoil it all. <laughs> you have the power oh. here, Tom. Oh, I no, I wouldn't do no, no, no. Come no, on, I'm not gonna do that to him. No, no. I mean, he knows a few of the things. Anyway, it's not, not, not like the, the internet is so you know watertight. <laughs> I mean, you know, everybody retweets every single spoiler. Uh, People retweet spoilers, and I was like, how the hell they learned that? They've just by guessing. <laughs> the show hasn't even aired yet. So, well, right. wasn't it okay. some dude with? Uh, are, are you a Game of Thrones guy at all? Yeah, a little bit. What What was the story with the guys that did the HBO version of it with the book that they actually figured out how the story was going to end, and that was how they kind of got the job? Wasn't that? Something like that. Yeah, it was. Oh, I think that's a true story. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of. Yeah, there is some truth to that. I mean, it's. I I don't know the full story, but I know that. um, Yeah. It it does. It that kind of stuff does get you noticed for better or for worse. (laughs) Well, and and you don't you don't he doesn't want to he doesn't want to spoil everything for for Seth and be like oh Tom's really been looking forward to this guest star this guest director hey it's Seth let's cancel that by the way (laughs) 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 haha screw you Tom. (laughs) <laughs> yes, because Seth MacFarlane seems like that petty of a man, right? <laughs> <laughs> he's so he's the anti-petty, especially when it comes to that stuff. I mean, he's curious. I mean, look, it's not a big deal, you know. We're we're curious to see where Discovery's going. I mean, we got a little short a lot of the elevator gag. I'm not going to lie; like, really, you're doing the elevator thing, right? Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. But you know, like, I worked on one Mississippi. I love Tignataro. I think that's the greatest casting <laughs> in the history of casting. So, well, now, I do got to ask. I mean, with with that kind of in mind, you know, where is this show going? Is it going to go the route of, hey, let's do like, 
you know, six, seven seasons and then look at a movie or is there kind of a thought? of? I mean, real, realistically, I mean, I think it'd be a couple more seasons and then maybe a movie assuming that everyone can, uh, you know, work it together. I mean, like there's a certain working style and pace of our show. The network has its own needs and it's everybody can figure it all out. Mm -hmm. They'll definitely go a few more seasons. You know, it's a labor of love for Seth. Six you know, he pours his heart and soul into it. So you know, you always look at it. You know, where where is this show going to be in five years? Six, and it's like, you know, six seasons in a movie. Come on, man. Okay, I'm yeah, cool. maybe. I mean, I'll be honest with you. Probably be more like three or four seasons in a movie. It's just because literally, it's not a done by committee. Yeah. So right. I mean, everybody who's on the show is there because they love it. But it's we're just we we it's it's more hand it's more artistically handcrafted. Let me put it that way. Okay. And it'll it'll burn you out faster. Tom Constantino from uh, The Orville. He's an editor and associate producer. Tom, we appreciate you coming on the show today. We've uh, talked your ear off for about a half hour now, so I think we'll uh, we'll let you get on with your day, man. Oh, uh, no, it's my pleasure. And, you know, you guys, whatever you guys need, you know where to find me on Twitter and all that garbage. But seriously, <laughs> whatever you guys need, you're the best. No, I mean, you got my emails. You know where to find me. I'm always happy to help. Awesome. Tom, you have yourself a good day, and uh, thank you again for coming on, man. All right, sounds good. All right, we'll see you, sir. All right, great. Bye. Bye. And that would be Tom. Tom's a good guy. Tom is a very good guy. Tom Constantino. I have a hard time saying his name sometimes. Uh, Editor and associate producer for The Orville uh, joined us on the show today. Um, That's going to do it for us on this edition of the show. I'm really super stoked that we got to talk to Tom. Just breaking news, four seasons in a movie. You can bank that. Yeah, bank it. Guarantee it. That's why I wanted to get off the phone with him, just so we could guarantee something without him knowing. Right, right. So So, uh, next uh, next week when this uh, gets picked up by every every media, so associate producer on The Orville says four seasons in a movie. He's going to be like, what did you do to me? What the f***, man? (laughs) All right, friends, that is going to do it for us. This is 151 The Show. Uh, We're presented by Skeleton Wine. You can find out more about them at skeletonwine.com or uh, on their Facebook page, at Skeleton Skeleton Vineyards. Vineyards. As for us, 151theshow.com or thisstationswebsite.com. Yes. Uh, We hope you find us on social media in the form of Facebook, Twitter, and Tumblr, all at 151theshow. Uh, what am I missing? Oh, subscribe to our channels. Yes. So thank you for enjoying this special audio uh, episode because, uh, you know, Tom joined us by phone and, and yep, uh, yep. Uh, we didn't have a cardboard cutout or anything to, to stick up in the chair. But uh, we'll be coming at you here shortly again with uh, both both the audio versions and the full us in, in glorious high definition. Yeah. Yeah. That. Yeah. All right, friends. That's going to do it for us. Have a great rest of the day and we'll see you next time. Later. Later.